I'm Phil Dobby. This is the Vantage Performance Podcast. Today, is there a magic formula for running a successful business? Well, sadly, of course, there isn't. But we do have 10 suggestions that we believe will have a big impact, and uh, you can start them today as well. It's a list that Michael Fingland wrote for an article in CEO Magazine. Michael is, of course, the CEO of Vantage Performance. So let's go quickly through this list, Michael. Uh, first off, the vision. Does everyone get it, or or do they even know about it? Yes, quite often the CEOs may have a vision for the business or a, a strategic plan, but very very rarely has it been communicated effectively across the entire business. So, uh, that number one tip uh, for 2013 is ensure you've got a well articulated and, and regularly communicated vision for the business, and, and it's and com- communicated with plan. a good internal comms plan, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the strategic plan, which is separate to a business plan, is the document uh, which you use to cascade the vision strategies initiatives down through the business right okay second one is uh, is all to do with how your executive team behaves yeah very good one once you've got an idea or a vision as to what you want the business to look like you need to start acting as if you were already there mm. uh, so that you know, employees can follow your lead and and what I mean there is looking at you know, behaviors you know values you know how you treat your fellow uh, staff members how you treat customers you you need to set the example, and others will uh, will follow those behaviours. Yeah, not uh, so that old line: uh, "Do as I say, not as I do." That uh, mm. <laughs> just doesn't just doesn't stand the test of time, does it? Really? No, it doesn't. Third one: walk the floor. What you mean? Actually, get out of the office and go and talk to people. That's a bit radical, isn't it, Michael? Oh, you would think it is, <laughs> given given how few CEOs and managers actually do this. It, mm. it is one of the most simple but most effective strategies any any leader can implement and, and have a very real positive impact straight away on, on morale, uh, productivity. You'd be amazed how many really, really good initiatives come from the employees. One, if they see you regularly and, and you've given them permission to, to talk. And, yeah. and that's, what they, that's the message they get when you actually engage with them for five, ten minutes you know, every morning just walking the floor. Yeah, I guess it gets rid of that us and them mentality as well, which can be so destructive in a business. And also, sometimes, you know, if you see the boss walking around, you think, oh, hey, you know, there's the boss walking around. What's wrong? Yeah, and uh, dealing with perceptions is one of the biggest obstacles in business. Mm. You know, and, and that us versus them mentality certainly feeds into that. So just for five minutes a day, but so few CEOs really do it well. But the most successful ones do it all the time. Yeah, and I'm sure you'll gain a lot of respect in the process. Point number five is to do with your recruitment process. Yeah, you know, we, we call it um, you know, only hire people with passion. Mm. And you can train the skills. You, you, you can't train passion. Uh, so our philosophy advantage uh, and, and what we try and instill with our clients is you know, hire people with passion, train, train with skills. And you need to be very, <clears throat> you need to be very um, deliberate and strategic and ensure that the type of questions you're asking and, and looking for when you interview people, you need to feed in, again this is done very, very poorly by most companies, you need to feed in questions around your culture and your value system to see how they respond. Um, they need to be couched in a way that's not obvious, um, so that, that I just repeat the values back that you've got on your website. But you need to try and draw that out. Um, so ensure you, you really target those questions to try and you know, bring in people that are already a match to the value system of the business, but who have real passion for what you do, because you can always train skills along the way. Yeah, absolutely. The next one is you should really only control what you can control. Yeah, one of the biggest obstacles to performance improvement or change in organisations is, is management teams spend far too much time uh, 
you know, stressing about uh, things outside their control, trying to make plans, trying to analyse things that, uh, and trying to guess, you know, where the economy is going. For example, mm. you know, you, you can waste a lot of valuable time and and lose sight of what's really important. And it's no surprise that when we're dealing with companies that get into an area of underperformance, you know, it is about realigning what's re- what's really important to be focusing on. What what initiatives can they implement that'll that'll impact the business, rather than sort of waiting for the tide to turn. You know, if, we, if we're in a, uh, an industry that's got some challenges or the high Aussie dollar, etc., focus on what you can control, and uh, and you'll start getting a lot more traction. Yeah. All right. Number seven, incentives. Yeah, incentives. Um, far too often we come into organisations where uh, the incentives that are in there are actually not aligned to the strategic objectives that the management team have set. Yeah. Whether they've cascaded them in across the business or not, in terms of that strategic plan or the vision, uh, you need to have KPIs that are directly aligned to each of those key individuals or, or divisions that are going to get you along uh, towards those goals that you've set in the strategic plan. So, and they, and they can change. You know, uh, quite often, you know, rather than just have a pure sales target for the sales team, uh, you know, it's one thing that salesmen will do or salespeople will do uh, if they're given a sales target. They'll just sell. Uh, with no regard or often no regard to to the profit they're making on each of those uh, yeah. products or services they're selling. Yeah. So have a combination of a sales target and a, and a margin target. Absolutely. I can't believe that you know every salesperson isn't uh, uh, incentivized based on margins, how much money they're actually making for the business rather than how much revenue they're making. Exactly. So it's just about being a lot more targeted and aligning the outcomes you want out of those people uh, and make sure they're aligned with your strategic goals. The, uh, the the next one, the eighth suggestion is that you should praise people, but do it publicly, not be not behind closed doors. Let everyone know what you think about uh, someone who's performing well. Yeah, and, and we, we sum it up with a simple phrase, uh, praise in public, uh, criticise in private, Yeah, uh, and, and never do it by email uh, when you're criticising. So starting with the praise bit, uh, best way to, to praise it, uh, or to praise somebody is, is in an open forum, uh, you know, face-to-face. Uh, email is okay if that's not possible, or, or even a, a video email or an audio email that you send around. Because people, no matter what they say, they love recognition. And it's important. You know, recognition is always in the top three things that matter for employees. You know, pay is normally, you know, the pay rise is normally five or six or seven down the list yeah. continually. And recognition is, is one of the most important things you can do as a CEO. And, and do it regularly. Um, it doesn't have to be an earth-shattering, groundbreaking new achievement to warrant some praise. Uh, even just you know, you know, bumping into someone for a coffee um, you know, in the hallway, just, just recognising something that you've heard they've done. Uh, on, the, on the criticism side, though, uh, never do it by email because when you're criticising someone, uh, even, even objectively, emails can come across uh, with a very, very different message yeah. because the, the receiver reads it very differently to how it was sent. So always <laughs> do it. Face-to-face or, or over the phone, never, never do it by email. All right, number nine is to spend a bit of one-on-one time with your staff. Now, this is a time-consuming thing. I can see why you'd want to do it, but, I mean, you could soak up a lot of your management time on this, couldn't you? Uh, you can. It, it's hard to do. It takes discipline, and it's not something that every CEO will get right all the time. But you know, try and set some time in your diary every week just to, just to grab somebody for five to ten minutes, one-on-one time. They know you're incredibly uh, busy and... You've got lots to do. So even sitting, you know, having five minutes one-on-one time will have a huge impact on, 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 their, uh, on, their, on their working uh, life. 
Yeah, and and it is all about this sense of belonging, isn't it? I mean, people are spending a huge chunk of their time at work. Uh, they've got to feel as though they belong there, and the only way they belong is if they feel as though they're contributing. And uh, you know, as you've said, you know that that contribution is it, it's it's felt as though it's being recognised. Yeah, and it, it cuts back into that praise comment before. You know, if you're spending just one-on-one time, they've got your you've got their attention, they've got your attention. If you're doing it regularly, that actually has quite a good impact. Yeah. All right. Finally, get yourself a mentor. For everyone, is this? Do you think, without exception, uh, for for the management team, uh, absolutely. It's becoming quite a, a commonly used uh, tool in Australia. About sixty-five percent, I think, is the latest stat of all ASX two hundred companies um, engage a mentor uh, or an executive coach. Um, and it used to be done quite casually, you know, the, the old mentor role, but now it's quite quite formal, and uh, it's a trend coming out of the states and, and Europe um, over the last five ten years. Uh, to to help people um, uh, progress through their careers much faster, uh, make less mistakes, um, and uh, so it's no surprise that uh, the vast majority of CEOs and senior managers in, in very large organisations in Australia actually have now a formal mentor program or an executive coach that works with them one on one and often paid for by the company because it's seen as a as a way to help round out the skills and and the experience uh, by having someone who. You know, who's already been around the block several times before, who may be in their 50s, 60s, they've got a lot of knowledge to impart. And uh, But the, the, the key message here is 60% of, of you know, CEOs are doing it, and if you're not, then you may actually uh, you know, be missing out on an edge there. And yeah. certainly I'd be recommending that you at least look into the um, area of, of having a formal mentor or exec coach to to see what you might get out of it. Yeah. All right. Well, good. Ten, ten good ideas there. I mean, the year is still relatively new, so we can sort of take them as belated New Year resolutions, I guess. But uh, Yeah. Uh, but, uh, these tips fill their, their um, uh, year in, year out. It, it, these are you know, ten good, solid tips that, that every CEO should be practising you know, every day of the week. And uh, I guess it's always good to remind ourselves you know, before the year gets too far away um, some of the good practices and habits that we should be practicing, and I, and I guess the um, the upshot is self-explanatory, really, isn't it? More engaged staff uh, as a result mm-hmm. of all of this uh, equals greater productivity, and it's easier to work, easier to manage the workforce. Yeah, yeah, and and everyone having more fun at work—that's <laughs> quite yeah. an important yeah. part of it all as well. And that's what, at the end of the day, if you're not having fun, then then you know it's it's not a place that a lot of people will want to work. Yeah, including yourself, ultimately. Exactly. I think. Yeah, Michael, appreciate your time. Thanks for thanks for coming on. Thanks, Phil.